Here's what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but listen for the clues. They are not spiritual. Okay, there you go. Uh, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the media and the government, they also are not spiritual. Get it? All right. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, that's because we're trying to create a place where we can all learn to grow being Spiritual. Aha! There you go. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. You're thinking, is that true? I have an ear infection. I have my headset on my ear, and every time I talk, it sounds like I'm saying it four times. Isn't that hilarious? But that's what's fun about live radio. You never know what's going to happen. Here's the bottom line, though. I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Here's the question I'm asking you. Ready? Get ready. It's a big one. Ready? How can you bless someone this weekend? That's my question. How can you be a blessing to someone this weekend? If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Just reach out and give us a call. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. It will absolutely delight you when you call 972-445-0770 because you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Let me help you out. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like talking to the person that brings the awesome dessert to the potluck. Really awesome. That is awesome. Come on. Also, if you want to reach out to us, you can text us. So you can call us. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. As we watch each other grow. There you go. Also... That was pretty good. That was a good one right there. Also, you can reach out to us by email. That's fun. We got an email. It works. 
People send emails during the show. They they, they give uh, answers to the trivia. It doesn't come in quite as fast, but it's there. Here it is. Bottom line, David at hemustincrease.org. David at hemustincrease.org. Not Billy, not Lori. That's my brother and my sister. David at hemustincrease.org. As well, we send you up to the website. A couple things to tell you. I'm going to make this as plain as I can. There is a basketball game this Tuesday. What day is that? Tuesday. Which day is this? Next week, Tuesday. The SMU women are playing in their tournament. They'll be playing. They start, I think the kickoff's at 2, but I think the pregame's at like 145 or 130 or something like that. So we won't be on. And that's okay because we want to support the different groups, the different schools uh, that are uh, connected to us here at KAAM. We think that's fantastic, so we support that. And we just want you to be aware of it so it doesn't catch you off guard. So when you hear basketball on Tuesday, we have not gone off the air. Okay. The other thing is to tell you is that on the website, you can give to the ministry. It's 100% secure. Also, there's instructions on how to give if you don't want to use the website. And then additionally, I'm going to add in there, which I've got to remember, that we have a new method for you to pay. If you want to just talk to me directly and give a credit card directly through the phone, you can do that as well. We're coordinating that. We have a deal with Square, so that's all squared away. Get it? All right, so you can just go to hemustincrease.org. All right, now no clue today. Because we're doing a repeat on the clue from yesterday because I had so many people go, I don't get it. Okay? <laughs> so which means I got to explain it again. I am giving 10 clues on the sounds. You will collect those 10, and the first person with the correct 10 reaches out to me by phone, by text, or by email. And that first person that does that, once they get the 10, wins the study Bible. Okay? It's a Greek, Hebrew Study Bible. So it has the Greek words, the Hebrew words, uh, all from Strong's Concordance. It's a keyword body, but study Bible. Very cool. So I'm just letting you know, explaining it again. You think, well, why are you explaining it again? I get the emails. Trust me. So the idea is that we're going to take 10 sounds. So the other sound we did yesterday, I think it was yesterday, was Donald Duck diving into water. That's the first one. It's a freebie. Everybody can have it. From here on out, moving forward, starting on Monday, we're not going to give you freebies. you got to know all 10. If you get all 10 and you text, email, or phone in, at any point, we will award you the Bible, the study Bible, which is, you know, it's like a $65, $70 value uh, kind of thing. But since I'm giving it to you as a gift, yeah, you won't have to pay taxes. That's a nice way to look yeah, at it. I mean, I'm just giving it to you. I'm lending it to you for a thousand years. How about that? There you go. That's the way to say it. Okay. Don't forget to be praying for the honest. Does it sound good? I can't even tell because my ear is so clogged up. Does it sound okay? Yes. Yes, okay. sir. So, okay. Uh, if uh, don't forget to pray for the audience, you got to be praying for people there. In April, we will probably rekindle our buddies system, so we want to get a little bit more refined on that. And I would also encourage you to pray for your neighbor. It's always a good thing to pray for your neighbor. We support that. We think it's a brilliant idea. And in the next segment, we're going to, segment, we're going to pray for grace for situations. Grace for situations. So we'll be getting to that. Uh, relatively soon. Let's go right now, though, into the book of Hebrews, which is where we are on Fridays. We talked last week about Abraham. We talked last week about Sarah. And I want to make sure you understand that that, that this 
expository review of these people is to encourage us to understand, hey, these were regular people. They had problems, okay? They had difficulties. People have difficulties, but they operated in this principle called faith. Now, you sit there and you think, well, I don't know. Is there a definition for faith? Yes, there is a definition for faith. It's given in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is the reality of what is hoped for. That's definition one. The proof of what is not seen, that is definition two. So the idea to understand is that faith has definition. People operate in faith. God has chosen the vehicle of faith. The reason that faith is the vehicle versus good works is because all our good works is as filthy rags before the eyes of God, and that doesn't help us. Okay, So faith is our vehicle. We talked about Abraham. We talked about Sarah. I just want to pick it up from verse 11, but we're going to focus in on verse 12. So it's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11. By faith, even Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to conceive offspring, even though she was past the age, she, since she considered that the one who had promised was faithful. Verse 12, and this is what I want to focus in on. Therefore, from one man, in fact, from one as good as dead, came offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and as innumerable as the grains of sand along the seashore. Okay? Now, verse 12 makes it clear, and I want to make sure you get this. When it says Abraham was as good as dead, that means he had no life-giving emission in him. I can't say that any clearer. I don't know. Is that... That's right. a great way to break I mean, that down. There's just you. no way to say it different. He didn't. Uh, not be happening. <laughs> can't say it any other way, right? And no kids coming this way. There will be no uh, baby in the bonnet. Okay, it's just like as clear as can be. And there's got no kids coming. Okay, there's no kids coming from him. Wait, and there was no kids coming from Sarah, which people miss. This is a two-sided element. Sarah couldn't bear at that point. Neither could Abraham give for her to bear. It's a double-sided miracle. Oh, yeah, people are going, wait, 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 what do you mean? Abraham didn't have it, and Sarah didn't have it. And no baseball going on with these guys. And so the bottom line to that process is what happens? Well, from one man, in fact, as good as dead, came offspring. So here's what I want you to get. Out of the dead came life. Listen to this. Somewhat like a resurrection. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Somewhat of a testimony regarding Jesus Christ in the promise to Abraham, who everything flows through. Remember in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, it's the genealogy of Abraham and King David, right? And the Messiah is from, the King David, is from King David, and all this is coming from Abraham. And Abraham, as the forerunner of the whole thing, is one that is unable to have children, to produce children from within himself. Sarah is unable to receive, to have that take place. And God uses both of them to illustrate resurrection from the dead, a testimony to Jesus Christ. Not only did they produce a child, but their offspring was so large in the capacity of how many— how, listen to this. Ready? 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 How many Christians do you think there are or have ever been? How many faithful believers, Gentiles who fear the Lord, Jewish people who fear the Lord, how many do you think there have ever been, ever, always? Large number. 
No, it says you can't, can't. It's not. You can't count it like the, the grains of sand. It's not saying that you couldn't sit there and make a, a math formula to figure out what the total it could be between this and this. God's saying the exact number. And so the idea behind this is to understand God in His brilliance, right? In His absolute wisdom, testifies through Abraham and through Sarah a resurrection from the dead. The testimony of Jesus Christ. And what we do know is that Abraham faced that fact. Not, 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 he didn't, I'm, I, I can't look at, I can't look at it. Nope, he looked past the situation. So here's the difference. You look at a situation and it's like, blah, blah, blah. but if you look at the situation and look past it through the eyes of Jesus or with Jesus in it, it changes the situation. Abraham faced the fact there was no anything can happen, but believed that God was going to do it because in God inserting him into the circumstance, it changes everything. And who do you think that's a lesson for? See, could it be you, 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 me, 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 every believer, 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 get it? So here's the bottom line. God takes a situation impossible, right? <laughs> it's like impossible, like, you know, the New York Times being fair, impossible, right? And God goes, bam, I'm going to give life where there is no life. Just like, by the way, he did with Adam. And there from that comes people who love and follow God. Hey, how big is that mountain? <laughs> let, me, let me give you a really cool answer. Scriptural answer. Ready? How big is that mountain you're facing? Not big enough. Because God is bigger. It's impossible with faith. Nothing is impossible. I think Jesus said that. Good call. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Get ready for your first trivia question. It is a book in the Old Testament. It is in the poetry section, and we teach it on Mondays. What Bible book says is tasteless food eaten without salt? Is tasteless food eaten without salt? What book is that in? Who said it? Okay, because who has said it is the same thing as the book. You get that? Making sure everybody gets that. All right. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also, let me do that a little slower because I do that a little fast. 972 Four four five zero seven seven zero. Now, for those who really like it fast, ready nine seven two four four zero. Okay, uh, see so you slightly up. sped up. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit faster. You can text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three. That's two one four two one zero eight four eight three as well. You can send an email, David at he must increase. 
DNA.org. We will do our DNA. So uh, get ready for DNA because we should be functioning in an everyday capacity because of DNA. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Okay. How often? Daily. I mean, every day. Just spend some time with the Lord. Again, it does not have to do with um, being legalistic. It just has to do with if you had somebody that you absolutely adored and you just loved being around them, you would talk to them every day. There you go. I mean, you, can't, you can't change this stuff. Draw closer to the Lord daily and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Just so you can know, in the United States of America, there are School boards that are now put, I'm not kidding you, putting up that their school district cannot hire people with Christian values. It's like, what? So not only can you not have a freedom of belief, but you actually have to be in conformity with what, now do you see how things are moving? You see how they're moving into a particular place? Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Luke chapter 9, verse 26 says, If you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you in front of the Father. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say, even if you lose out because of it. In fact, you'd be blessed for that. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means that OPM, other people matter, and you've got to consider how other people are doing and pray for them. What? The reason is because you need to be functioning in a capacity like Jesus, who his entire mission was on the behalf of others. There you go. All right. There he is. <sighs> yep. Yep. It's getting kind of crazy around here. Uh, back to the trivia question. Which Bible book asks, and so it's a character in the Bible book that has this, this and this is in the poetry section of the Old Testament. Is tasteless food eaten without salt? See if you can uh, figure that out. We teach uh, this on Mondays. Uh, this particular book, 972-445-0770. That's the number to call, 214-210-8483. That is the text, David at he must increase.org. That is the email. So I was going to get onto this next little bit, but I, <laughs> I'm feeling the need inside my heart and mind to share with you the progressions of yesterday from one day to another and having this moment of faith and tell you that, that faith, when you have faith, it doesn't mean you get um, a piece of concrete that you put in your pocket. You have to use faith or operate in faith on this level of uh, trust, a commitment, believing, in fact, believing that you are receiving what you cannot see, that you are obtaining that which you cannot con concretely put your hands on, and you're doing that because of who promised it, and that's the Lord. So every promise in the Scripture, obviously, uh, is is something you can stand with and stand in, and personal promises or personal directions is fantastic. It doesn't have the same authority as the Word of God, so stop saying it does because it doesn't, but it has great authority in your life when God directs you, uh, coordinates things for you. And so we have been praying for, uh, let's see, 
So the show has been on. It'll be four years and two and a half weeks. And we've been praying about the expansion for two years, a year and a half, I think. They would have to tell me if I'm wrong about that. Somewhere around there, I think we've been praying. Maybe, Maybe at least a year and a half. And it just seemed like yesterday there were 10 or 12 different little signs that all decided to line up and say, hey, 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 hey. And what was even funnier about this whole thing is in my prayers in the morning, yesterday morning, I was asking the Lord, hey, I would like to, you know, I think the time's come for us to expand. We're, you know, can we expand? Is this a good time? You know, and, and you know, if I do it, I know it's going to take faith. And I know if I fail you, you, you'll forgive me, but I'll do my best. I mean, I was just being honest. I mean, when you pray, you got to be honest. You got to tell God how it really is. And I just had this great sense that the Lord heard me. The Lord heard me. Nothing, nothing you know. And uh, then after talking to Don and then talking to Noel and talking to Deb, who's our, our other our primary board member, we, you know, there's this sense where the Lord is, is going to do something. We don't know exactly what it is, but he's getting ready to do something. And our reply, and this is what Noel said, is, well, you know what? I'm with you in this. You know, if you if the Lord directs it, let's just do it. Even if it puts us at a disadvantage, personally, we're going to do it because we just want to do our best to follow the Lord. Sometimes that works out smashingly. I just want to point that out. Sometimes you get smashed. <laughs> and I'm not saying in the good way. I'm saying in the bad way. You know the the two are screens. Yeah, the, yeah, right, right. So uh, what I'm trying to say is we're gonna we're gonna do some form of expansion. It's coming. Really, saying you guys are kidding. It's like nope. And for me, not talking about money and stuff like that, that's going to change. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you. But we're going into an extension. One of the things I asked the Lord is to expand our territory to the north, south, east, and west. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you know about that or not, but that's north, south, east, and west. <laughs> sounds like my prayer request a little bit, Dave. Huh? Well, I said that sounds like my my uh, prayer request a little bit for the show. It's, it's, wow. it's amazing, and I just you just get this now. This is all coming about by faith. We haven't done it yet. We're going to do our best to process in. Why I'm telling you this is not to brag. You guys should know better than that. In fact, I'm more nervous than anything in the sense of, you know, we'll have to, Noel and I have to take on the final financial responsibility for it, right, which is my biggest, you know, between God and I, that's, that's I'll try anything, but I got to pay for this, you know, kind of thing. This is what faith does. It says, I can't see it. It's not in front of me. We don't have it. It's stupid to do it, but hey, here we go. That's what faith does. That's a word, Dave. You know, just think of that. We came out to Texas. We had no job, no nothing, nothing. But it said in my in our postings, but we have Jesus. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes, folks, you got to take your foot and put it over the side of the boat and step on the water. Uh, we'll do our best. We'll see what happens. We'll do it before the Lord as best we can, as best as we understand. All right? Which Bible book asks, is tasteless food eaten without salt? Job. Job said that. He's the one to do that. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. Bottom line is what I'm about to share with you does not, does not, does not, does not mean that churches are bad. There are a multitude of great churches. Jesus had an address to seven churches in the book of Revelation, right? 
multiple of those churches were excellent. Everybody had something they can improve on, change, grow in. Only uh, two of those churches were super, super bad. The idea behind that is never take what I'm about to share is how the church is at large. This is no indictment on the church of God, the bride of Christ. Never, never. Never think of the church that way. The Lord God Almighty loves the church. If you don't love what God loves, if you don't love who God loves, that's a whole separate issue that you have to deal with. You understand that? 